I'm going to speak from 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 49. We'll start reading the selected verse. The title of the message is Ready for More. Are you ready for more? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm ready for more. He is the God that's more than enough. Verse number 49. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and strike the Philistine right in his forehead. When God does something, he does it right. So that the stone sank into his forehead, went right, penetrating right there in his forehead. And he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out of his sheaf or the container there and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. You can't look to man for the answer. Man will fade away and die. But God is our answer. Can you just lift your head and say, God is my answer today. He'll make a way for me. Now the men of Israel and Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines as far as the entrance of the valley and to the gates of Ekron. I always think when I hear that word Ekron, I always think of Enron. And the wounded of the Philistines fell along the road of Shem, even as far as Goth and Ekron. Then the children of Israel returned from chasing the Philistine, and they plundered their tents. And now we end up with verse 54. Here goes the entire message right here. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. God, help me to preach and bless us in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. amen. And you may be seated. Let me just talk to you about, as we look to the champion David, what a champion he was. 17 years old, but a champion. It don't matter if you're 100 years old, 99, mama, or if you're 15, or whatever age you are, you're a champion in Jesus' name. There's something special on the inside of you. And Goliath, he was about 9 feet to 11 feet tall. That's the tall man. You'll know when he comes in and when he sits down. David, though, is young and he's youthful. He's fearless. He don't worry about 
what to do. You know, sometimes when you're young, you really don't realize all the fear you have to face because you're just you're ready to face it. So he wasn't intimidated by Goliath. It didn't bother him whatsoever about Goliath. <laughs> and he had already faced a lion and a bear. Oh, that says a lot. Before God will publicly promote you, you've got to privately have some killing things away out of your life. I tell you what, God's doing some inventory of your life this morning. And he's taking some areas of your life that need to be destroyed in the way of our attitudes, our fears, our doubt, our unbelief. And those lions and those bears are being taken down before we can meet the Goliath. Because he wants to promote you. He wants to develop you. He wants to develop your character. I know that we have gone through areas that have been real tough and rough. But before he gets you there, he don't want you to disgrace the kingdom of God. So there's areas that he's dealing with. And some of those weapons that he's given to you in private, you're going to use them to the glory of God when he promotes you. And so he's getting ready to do some powerful things in your life. And when I begin to talk to some of those this morning here on this platform about the, uh, it's not a record. A record is, they don't have those anymore, right? They have the CDs, right? No wonder. Y'all know about my record experience. You know, I started selling them for $5, got down to $3, got down to $2, then I got down to $1, and I've still got boxes of those <laughs> records. So finally, I just decided to give them away. Then as I gave them away, people brought them back to me and said, this has been a tremendous blessing to me, and I know it'll be a blessing to someone else you'll want to give it to. So I knew that my career had ended in record. <laughs> but the next CD that had come out for Brother Serger, it's going to be number one. Amen. You know why? Because God starts working on you way back then. Now, I know of ministries today. Can I talk to you about this? That have made websites that really haven't even developed their ministry. They don't even have a ministry, but yet they developed a website. They'll talk about things upon their CDs and DVDs and other business cards and uh, that they haven't had experience in. Now, don't write a book on how to raise children if you can't even raise a child, you know, or you don't have kids. And uh, <clears throat> no need for me to write a book on marriage. Are we getting there this morning? Well, I know one man that he wrote a book on how to keep a wife. He's been divorced six times. <laughs> don't let anybody tell you how to drive a car that don't even have driver's license. All they got is a bus pass. Get somebody that's got some experience. Am I talking right or not, you know, this morning? So there's some bears and lions that you got to kill from one victory to another victory 
then you'll get there. Well, I remember when I started preaching in church, I preached to my dog Brownie. Then God promoted me to a Sunday school class. Then God promoted me to a small group of people to minister to. But you did not start overnight. Let me just put it real to you. Let God arise in your life and your enemies be scattered. Because there's a building up of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that you don't yet know what's coming to you. If I could talk to you individually today and tell you what's coming to you, you would be sitting there quiet right now. You would have a fit. You would be thrilled out of your mind because God's going to do it. He's getting ready to bless you. How many in this room have been killing some lions and bears? Come on, be honest with me. You have killed some lions and some bears. Now, David reaches into his pouch there, and he pulls out something that's very familiar with him, and it's a stone. It's a tried and proven weapon. When you go into a battle, make sure you've got a weapon that you've tried and proven. Don't use a weapon that hasn't been tried and proven or tested. When mama cooks, she didn't want to cook on new pots and pans. She wanted that pot, that skillet, that knew how to cook it. Because it had been tried and it had been proven. And so make sure that what you're using has been tried and proven and not something you're not familiar with. Now here's David. He starts running toward Goliath. Takes off. Uh, there he goes. And he wasn't afraid of him. And uh, you know, I remember going into a church one time in Carl, uh, well it was Carlsbad, New Mexico, and I went into that building by myself and it was very dark. And the lights were not on, and I couldn't find the light switch. And I heard something of a door slam. And I said, is that you, Dad? The voice didn't answer. And I said, is that you, Mama? Jesus, is that you? <laughs> Nothing answered back. And I said, Lord, I'm getting out of here. David, he wasn't afraid. He ran toward his Goliath. And I want to say something in a word of the Lord tonight that y'all have some Goliaths you're going to have to run toward. Don't be afraid. And you know when David, he ran toward Goliath, he started just talking, you know, trash. He said, I'm going to knock your head off. I'm going to get your head. I'm coming after you in the name of the Lord. And sometimes you have to wake up of a morning and you say, I'm going to win this battle in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so he took that familiar weapon and he shot it right at him and his forehead, it penetrated him. And by science, by law, and by anything of the laws of nature, the man should have fell backward. But he fell frontward. Did y'all know that y'all are going to have so much God and so much presence that the devil is going to have to know that there is a God 
and that devil's going to have to bow toward God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because they say that every knee shall bow. Am I talking now? Some of those things of enemies that have stood in your way are going to have to pay homage to the God you serve. And they're going to have to acknowledge that it was God that did it. Sickness is going to have to bow in the name of Jesus. How many have been sick in your body in this congregation? If you've had an illness in your body, stand up on your feet right now. Just stand up on your feet right now. That sickness is going to have to bow in the name of Jesus. You are healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet in Jesus' name. Put your hand right on your forehead and you declare that you're healed right now. That you are healed right now. Sickness leave in Jesus' name. Sickness leave in Jesus' name. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. amen. Every problem that you have is going to have to bow. All the things that have come against you are going to have to bow. I said, let me stop here and just praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Your kid could be locked up in jail. But God knows how to get in that jail. And you may be going to court over a situation trying to help them. And you don't feel like you have any kind of help. I can guarantee you I serve a Jesus that's a very good attorney. He gets the final word anyway. My Lord, I feel like prophesying today. Some of y'all have some of the biggest devils fighting you. And you've had situations that are over your head. You're getting ready to get some victory in Jesus' name. How many are ready for favor? Come on, speak favor right now in Jesus' name. Come on, speak it. Favor, 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 favor cometh. I said favor cometh. I receive it in Jesus' name. What about that stone that was so familiar? Oh, it could represent that stone that the builder rejected. I tell you, the chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ, he will build a church upon a rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I've used Jesus as that stone, and the winds may blow, and the winds may howl, but I've made it in Jesus' name. I said I made it in Jesus' name. I said I made it in Jesus' name. Going to a little church. And all I had, I was working at a shoe store. Working at a 7 to 11. And a man came in, he was teasing at night. He said, I'm going to rob you. I could kill you. He was just kidding. He said, what do you think about it? And I said, as tired as I am, I really care what you do. <laughs> he said, well, what if I shoot you? And I said, I'm, you get all the blood of me all over you. You won't get it. They'll know who shot by the DNA. He said, where's the milk at? I said, he's right back there. Hallelujah. I had a tough time. 
But God was my defense. I had a little bitty Radio Shack PA. Now they've got this. Now Isaac is back there with these electronic boards and all these gidgy gadgets. And it takes a, an entire college degree person to run these sound systems today he has. But I went a Radio Shack where you plugged it in, flipped the switch, and that was it. Somebody come and stowed it. And there I was preaching in that church. Man, was I mad as a hornet. I said, devil, I've had enough of you. You've knocked me down for the last time. God showed me who stowed it. They didn't go to that church either. And so I told the policeman, I said, I know who stowed it. He went down to their house and he found it. When you're poor and you don't have nothing, got to be a good detective. <laughs> and the man that's over the police, the police chief, he said, we've got some other cases. If Bring them down here and <laughs> talk to us about it. Hallelujah. I said, the Holy Ghost knows how to work out some messes. I said, the Holy Ghost knows how to work out some messes. I said, the Holy Ghost knows how to work out some things. And so, you know, don't get into a battle you don't need to fight and we never win nothing. I just got them told. I let them have a piece of my mind. Now they won't even speak to you. I went on that job and I told that boss man what I thought of him. Well, he fired you. When you get in a battle, make sure you're going to get something out of it. You know what I mean? Saul said to David, and he said to the people, he said, anybody that kills this man, this Philistine, anybody that kills a man, I'm going to give him my daughter. Of course, everybody likes to see what she looked like, you know, before you die. <laughs> Truth or not? And then he said, you're going to not be able to have to pay taxes. That's enough to kill for right there. <laughs> Isn't that great? And then you're going to get riches. Hot dog. Hallelujah. And, and you know, when you get a prize like that, you, you, you might kind of get involved then. You've got a little interest. You know, when uh, Jesus' parents, Mary and Joseph, went in to pay the taxes to, at the certain time to, here came the wise man with gold and frankincense and myrrh. But Jesus came from the lineage of David. And I want to tell you something. I'm going to speak this in the name of Jesus to you and your generation. Your children are going to be blessed too. See, that taxation wasn't upon him, Jesus. I'm telling you what he promised back then he's going to do for you. Get ready to get it today. What he promised way back then, he's going to bring it to pass today. How many have some things you need to call in by faith? I said you need to call in by faith. So he cuts off the head of Goliath. Right, that's the one he cuts off the head of. And Goliath, you know, that was his trophy. And uh, I, I just thought that was so unique because he took it down to the gates of Jerusalem. And he stood there. He was defying uh, you know, and saying, 
look, here's the head right here. What I'm getting ready to do is come in here and I'm going to set up the kingdom of God. 17 years old. 20 years later, he comes back as that kind and he was able to set up the kingdom. Speak it today and get your miracle tomorrow. I said, speak it today and get your miracle tomorrow. Come on, how many want to speak a miracle right now? Just speak a miracle right now. I said, speak a miracle right now. I know y'all want to go, but I got to talk to you. Say, I feel, I feel, you know, I feel the spirit of Lubies coming on here. You know what I mean? I bind the spirit of Lubies in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And so he took it right down there to Jerusalem, and the Jebusites were the ones that were in control of Jerusalem. They were in control. Went right into the enemy's camp. Right there and said, we're going to have victory. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, pretty good. that's pretty good faith. And when you start doing what God's called you to do, you're going to have to stand right up into the face of the enemy and say, my household's coming in in Jesus' name. I'm not going to live in poverty the rest of my life. I'm not going to live in sickness the rest of my life. I defy that in the name of Jesus. If God can get you out of debt today, he can give you a new house tomorrow. If God can save your soul, he can heal your body in Jesus' name. God can do anything. I said God can do anything. Now, as a kid, I love people. I love people. I was looking at my notes here, and I haven't stayed on them, but that's all right. <laughs> what are y'all standing on the outside looking at like David did up there, Jerusalem? Where's your Jerusalem? What are you taking up there? What do you stand on the outside of your Jerusalem that you're going to go on the inside and conquer someday? I don't know what it is, but you're getting ready to. Yeah. As a kid, I've always loved people. I've always loved people. Mom and Daddy would give me money for my... Am I boring, y'all? No. Okay. Let me tell you. Mom and Daddy would give me money for my... Uh, what do you... Lunch money? Is that what it is, sir? Lunch money. And I would give it to kids at the school that didn't have lunch. I love those children. Because my mother always cooked more than I needed at supper. So I'd go home and eat twice as much. <laughs> There's no calories in that. <laughs> but I've loved people. I love you. How many are going through some hard times in your life? Put your, put your hand up. Let me see. You're going to make it in Jesus' name. I heard this song by Hunter Hayes. Y'all don't know him. Oh, I thought you did. And he sang a pretty song that was like invisible. But I got to thinking, you know, that's people that we work with every day. People that are going through some of the toughest times in their life. Wow, that was tough. When one that you care for you have to visit them by telephone behind bars. That's tough. It's tough when you go to foreclosure. It's tough when you go to bankruptcy. 
It's tough when you walk into the divorce court. It's tough when you say goodbye to people on a casket. That's tough. It's not so easy. That's a big Goliath. But someday, when Sandra Haynes sang that song, it's going to be invisible. It's going to be there. Amen. But it talks about people that hurt and that they look at only what's going on right now. But if they'll keep on going through their life, someday it's going to all go away. Amen. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, I can't even remember what I went through. Amen. And you know what? There's going to be a God that's going to help you get through this. I said he's going to help you get through this. at Praise Chapel, you'll find a host of ministries designed to meet you wherever you are in your walk with God. From our Adventure Avenue Kids ministry to our Sunshine Seniors, you're sure to find a place to learn and grow in your walk of faith. Visit PraiseChapelHouston.com for a complete listing of service times, ministry opportunities, and ways you can connect with Praise Chapel through our social media outreaches. Praise Chapel, where we are loving people back to life. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to watch this program. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you received something good. I'm Pastor Roy Love, and I want you to know that we're praying for everyone that lets us know about a need, and we're going to be praying a general prayer for you, and we just want God to bless you and to heal you and bless your family and prosper you. Maybe you're going through a real battle. I know that God will fight your battles. And as I spoke there in the message about things in our life that we're faced with, and I mentioned uh, about Hunter Hayes and the song Invisible, sometime, someday, somewhere, the problems that you're faced with today are going to be invisible to you because God's got a miracle coming your way. I want to invite you to one of our spirit-filled services. Our first worship service will be at 8.30 a.m. on Sunday, and our second worship service will be at 10.30 a.m. Then we have a Sunday evening service at 6 p.m. Now, on Wednesday night, we have a 7 o'clock service that uh, people really do love, and uh, they enjoy it. Something for the youth and for every age and well, it's just a great time to come together and share and pray and praise the Lord and have a time in the Lord that you just won't forget. So we're going to be looking for you. I'm Pastor Roy Love once again, blessing you and encouraging you and speaking some victory in your life today. God bless you. Chapel and Pastor Roy Love welcome you to share in the excitement of being a part of a loving and caring church family. We'd love to see you at one of our weekly services on Sunday mornings at either 8.30 or 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Praise Chapel is located at 18516 Highway 3 in Webster, Texas. 
For more information about Praise Chapel or to see our schedule of upcoming events, please call us at 281-338-6633 or visit us online at praisechapelhouston.com. Praise Chapel, loving people back to life.